0: welcome everybody to another episode of far out strand of the hour i am dj far out we welcome you we welcome you we welcome you i don't know um side note and it's it's the strand that we're smoking i don't know if people who listen had the pleasure of uh growing up in a baptist church i have and one of the things that baptist churches do christian churches um because there's, you know, they do it at Pentecostals, Church of God of Christ and stuff, but they really do it at Baptist Church, though. But at the Baptist Church, they have the welcome, or they just welcome you, or they have a welcome song, and they're just they be like, if there's any guests in the crowd, please stand up. We'd like to welcome you on behalf of, you know, uh, here at us at uh, uh, Pentecostal Love Church of God of Christ Missionary Baptist Church. And we appreciate you being here with us today. We hope that there's something that you here that reaches out to share your heart to want to come back and fellowship with us or it'd be like welcome 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 we got like a welcome song so welcome i think that'd be cool for the podcast like it's like an official welcome 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 and then like we need to make the podcast more like virtual like you know we can put it in the metaverse in the meta and i'd be like if this is your first time experiencing far out strand in the hour please stand so we can see and then two Honestly, and the cool thing about it, here's the cool thing about it. This is this is the cool thing. This is the one the great thing about Baptist churches. The call and response. The call and response is awesome because then you can go around and it's like, do you have anything to say? And then the person is, you know, my name is Brother, you know, uh, Deontay Williams, and I am just grateful here. I bring you blessings on greetings on... Uh, 8th Bethel Missionary Baptist Church down on 55th and Yamanan. And he would just explains, oh, I'm over here visiting my sister for the day. And the past, I love when the past, especially when our churches fellowship with each other. And the guy's been coming to the church for years. Like, we know him. We know him. But he still stands up and he gives the welcome. Listen, if you haven't, I mean, not just go to church for the welcome, but I will offer you to go to church to go to church, get right. You know what I'm saying? Um, any church, any faith you want to, you know, Christian, whatever it is, I advise you go to church so you can get an experience of it. Uh, I would experience all different types of religions just to just see, just to just see, you know what I'm saying? You decide what you want to be a part of, you know, I'm dipped, draped, sanctified in the blood of Christ. So, but I just want to be open. I don't want to get canceled. Um, So, uh, but I would advise you to go take some time and visit the Baptist Church for your experience. So I just thought about that. Um, You know, welcome. Just to welcome people to the podcast. Maybe just get a welcome song. Thank you for coming and sharing your time with me. That's what it is, it's time. To listen to me babble about stuff that I care about. That's really what it is. Like You thought I was dope enough to listen to things that I really care about and think is cool, my opinion on things. And that's really dope. I'm really appreciative. So if you've never heard a podcast before or you're a returning listener, we welcome welcome you. Welcome you, welcome you, welcome you with open arms. And I hope that there's something that I say today that will touch you and stick and reside in your heart forever. With that being said, the strand of the hour today is Buddha's hand. It's a hybrid. Um, it's a sativa dominant. Um, it's crossed between women tie and snow lotus. I like this strand. Of course, I am a big sativa person, as you see. I'm energized. I'm pumped up. I'm excited. But I really like this strand because it gets me. It's get me. It gets. It, it gets me focused. It gets me focused. This is a strand where. Um, uh, if I really had the buddy right now, I'd probably buy a whole pound of it. I it's really good. Um, it's a lot going on. You know, it it it's a lot going on in life. But I like it because this screen gets you focused, um, it gets you creative. Um, it's good for anxiety, it's good for depression, it helps with cramps, um, it also gets you a little aroused too. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with a little bust out every now and then, you know, and the strength helps it with it and it keeps you up with it too. So you don't have to have like, you ever smoked like a strong Indica and then you get intimate with your partner and then you just down, you know what I'm saying? Like now your partner think that they, no, it's it's not you, babe. It was it was the weed that put me down with the combination of you. It was the tag team punch. It was a one, two combination of the weed and you. I was down, chill out, don't get too excited. <laughs> um, But yeah, this is something that, you know, you can smoke and you know be up and it gets you it gets focused. I'm thinking so clearly and straight with this strand. This is something that I smoke in the morning. Um I wait to start my day before work and gets me in the zone. Um I even smoke it after work in case I have like a second round of things to do. I work about what, ten to twelve hours a day. I still have to do adult shit when I get home, so it's something that I smoke to keep going. I got I got a second half basically. To knock out, you know, um, like everybody else do. Um, You have a regular stuff, um, but with that being so said, is like it keeps me focused at the uh, the ultimate thing and the reason why I like it and I I, I want to continue smoking because like one I'm I'm ready for this year to be over. Like I don't know if anybody else is is being irritated by the last couple months of the year. It's just as we ending this year. It's just it's like I'm ready to be I'm ready for it to be over. I'm just completely ready to be over. And and this is on the day, the eve of Thanksgiving where, you know, people are excited to see family, vacation time, relax and take some time and chill, eat some food, fellowship, like I'm just, I'm 50-50. It's like I'm there, but I'm not there. Now me personally, I haven't been there since my grandmother passed away. I can be completely honest, I just haven't been there. It just hasn't, it just hasn't been the same. It just never had been the same. I've never was the one to try to, my mom is, and that's super dope for her. That's why I love her. Um, try to keep it going. And it just, you know, you just, people now, then we just got their schedule. And it's not like my family's super big. It just, we all got our own individual things to do. Um, we have more kind of like, you know, extended family, I think, than we did like literally forefront. And I think the reason why our gatherings were so big is because the extended, the people, we had core people who had extended family that, it was a thing. So for example, my Uncle Bruh. My Uncle Bruh, you know, he um had his uh children and then his grandchildren so it's like an extended family so if people come over and spend thanksgiving with us they'll come and check up on him you know because he's he's a dad he's a grandfather so people come in so we would have bigger people you know and that's saying they you know didn't want to come over and fellowship with us either it was a fun time but again the essential is to go check up on their grandpa or their pa as they call them their pa and uh um, their, pa. And, um, their, their their dad as well too so I totally get that but, in the central, we just have like a small family, and then um you know, me and my sister are the basically the real nieces and nephews. Now we have cousins uh they they have their own families um and we didn't do a lot of including them and and that's one of the thing that's why i'm fifty fifty and if any of my cousins are listening to this, my uncle's children um even my extended family from Arkansas, my cousins like we 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 should all get together, we should bring that back, you know what I'm saying um my one cousin he has i think he has three children now three babies now you know i'm saying i had them back to back and has his family and um one of my other little cousins she has what four girls um and she just went through a tragedy and we just you know it's just a lot of things that i think our cousins you know we just need to like stick together i have a cousin he's serving over across seas in the military um and you know need to extend out you know, more hands than him. Let him know that he has support because that is that is hard, especially him being the only person in my like and my family on our side that has like served in the military. It 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 can be stressful. You know what I'm saying? And he's a black male. You know, trying to he's young. He's trying to get life together. Trying to understand life. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's a lot. It's a lot, and um, we need to do better. Me and my sister we talked about it because we need to do better um, at reaching out to our cousins. Um, and like I said, if you guys are listening, we're going to do better, try to reach out. We want to, you know, meet a little bit more. Maybe we can coordinate something because we're all adults now, you know, we can coordinate something at least meet somewhere somebody, you know, um, our family's getting older. My mom's getting older. I got aunts and uncles, they're getting older and stuff like that. And, you know, we just, we relied on them to kind of keep things to go but we're becoming adults and, you know, already are adults and we already have our families. I have my children and. We need to go ahead and coordinate those things. And, you know, so we can all bring them together and people know each other and network and be a part of each other's lives. So, you know, they just know that they have that extended olive branch, you know, in life. It's always good to know somebody. You never know that's your cousin, you know, you may be applying for a job or, you know, maybe get into a fraternity or whatever it is. But, you know, if we keep our children, you know what I'm saying? Our our, our children and our family close and keep going to these events and coming to events and, fellowshipping and networking with our family that we already know is there, then you know what I'm saying? It it will help set that up for their future. It will help them have a better and brighter future and more beneficial as well, too. And just to know to have that sense of family. On my sister's side, she has a large family, and I don't go and uh, hang out with them as much, which I need to do. And it's not like anything wrong. I think we just all get caught up in our own thing. You know, tomorrow for Thanksgiving, I got to work. I manage a store, so I got to kind of like cover things. You know, I haven't had a Thanksgiving off. I think in like two years or two or three years, like it just worked, you know. And that and that's the that's the other thing too. It's like, and bear with this. This is the Buddha's hand. This is the Buddha's hand. Um, I'm I'm going through and having a family, and being married and having children. It's like i'm 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 kinda getting out and not having not being married for a while and not having the children forefront and understanding like they have crucial parts like my children are still young ten and under and it's just I'm ready to kind of like get to that point to where I am with someone to have a family so we can have a house and we can invite my mom and my sister, and my aunts and stuff over and they can invite their family. And it's big enough for everybody to get together and we spend one day to each other. You know what I'm saying? It's not an overnight thing or whatever. It's an overnight, you know, we can have a room for all the smokers and stuff, you know, we can have an area for the non-smokers. We can play games, you know, watch some football, drink or whatever like that. If we get too, you know, drunk crash on the couch, type. It's just the, just the cool, you know, time to take some time out. And this is just, I guess lately because I, I've been working and I've been seeing the other end of it and just being caught up and just busy. But this, I don't know, maybe it's getting older too. Maybe that's what it is. But um, that's what I, I I eventually want. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, in the, you know, I always joke with them about like the matching pajamas and shit. Like I, I, I think that's cool. I think that's cool to have because if I'm not stable, how can I reach out and try to, you know, kind of help organize? Like somebody has to start. Somebody has to start. And I think I because I, I, I genuinely want it, I think it's fun to fill the air and have my children, you know, run around with their cousins and stuff. And, you know, what I'm saying my children don't even pay attention to me because they often the cut playing video games with the cousins and stuff. And they illegally betting, you know, money and, you know, plates and stuff on 2K or whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They get in a little brawl. And we got to chill it out. and. cousins and stuff, me in the back having a smoke session, laughing and giggling about nothing, sipping on stuff, just having a good time, you know? Hell, I remember growing up, my mom and my aunts, when they cousins and stuff came into town and stuff, they would be out, you know, to have somebody to babysit me and my sister or whatever, so much, or my other little cousins, but they'd be out going to like a turkey jam or something like that, you know, stuff that we can do and things like that to just provide more fun. One, because life is short, family is important, and we need to be more about values and our ethics and our beliefs nowadays more than ever. Um, So yeah, with that. Now, as I was saying before, at the end of the year, a lot of crazy things is just happening. I don't know if you guys haven't uh, listened to the previous podcast, Her Loss. If you haven't, go ahead and listen to it. But another thing, did you know that they have court on Saturday? Like they just, they have court on Saturday. They literally have court on Saturday. I didn't think they had court on Saturday. My thing always to know that one, never get arrested. But if you get arrested, don't get arrested on a Friday night because you won't see the judge until Monday morning, possibly, you know what I'm saying? Or a Saturday, because you're going to have to sit there the whole weekend and wait to see a judge come back in because judges, they don't work on Saturdays, but come to find out they do. So the person that was involved in the vandalism of my car and threats on my life, menacing acts on my life, they were apparently apprehended by the police. And I got a call Saturday morning, you know, this is the so-and-so advocate person. And I just wanna let you know that so-and-so has been picked up and apprehended and they have court this morning. So I'm like, wait a minute. Cause now I'm thinking, cause the person was still calling me and stalking me and leaving me crazy voicemails and stuff like that. So I'm thinking they messing with me, you know, like I'm I, I'm sleeping in Saturday, you know, getting ready for Ohio State game. Like I just wanna chill. No. Woke me up and said, "Yeah, we have court on Saturdays and we do it because of COVID, and we were backed up, so now we try to get things." And again, it wasn't like a serious, just an arraignment type of situation, you know? Bring you in, let you know what you've been charged for, try to go over your record, try to see if you get a bail or anything like that. The person got a bail, not going to disclose it, blah blah blah. I don't even know if they made it. I don't even know if they're still in there. Um, I'm not going to be a dick. Yes, I am. I don't care. I hope she's in there too. Because it's just, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because, yeah, the person, they did their thing to me and they got me and I got to pay for it. I got to pay for it. There's things that I'm doing that I can't do that I have planned to do that this person messed it up. And it affected a lot of people, affected a lot of important people. So uh, for two seconds, I could have been like, All right, you know, I hope she's out. No, I kind of don't. I kind of don't. Because I got to work tomorrow. I got to do some stuff and make some moves that I really don't want to make and had to make. And that's you know, it's just what it is. Just what it is. You shouldn't have let that short-term emotion mess up your long-term decision. Again, if you want to know a little bit more about that, go back to the previous podcast of her loss to find out. But um, I get there, they're on the video screen, the judge goes everything, and you know, they got a history of violence. They do, they got a history of violence. And I'm like, damn, I'm not surprised. Like, shit, what did I know? It it was it was liberating. But sad at the same time, because like how I grew up, like in situations and like just life, you don't see this side. You just don't see this side. It's someone trying to do that to you? Like where you messed up? I get mad. I'm a person who has a temper, and I mess a lot of crazy things. I get mad. I throw shit. I get mad. I break shit. I get mad. I want to get fights. And sometimes you fight and provoke the wrong people, and they take this way to you, and you don't see it affected, you know, affects you and you're in that situation. But now sitting on the other side, it's like, wow, shit. This is interesting. And it like, kind of works. Like it's kind of because at first I didn't think they were, I, to be honest, I didn't think they were going to get this girl. I just what it is. It's what it is. I didn't think i are going to get it. It's just, it's just what it is. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. It's just, it's just what it is. it's just one of those things where it's like chalk it up. And I'm getting to that point now, like I, because Side note, I ask myself these questions. How would you, if this happened to your son, if this happened to your daughters, how would you intervene? What would you say to them? How would you say to them? What would you help them? And in this situation, this happened to my son. What would you have done? What is the lesson? Everything that I go through now, I understand it's a lesson because I have to be a picture. I have to reteach this shit back like to somebody else. They have to know. I have to go in and be like, son, you may be blessed with an impeccable, like just charm. We should be blessed with charm, he has it now. And sometimes that charm gets out of whack and you have to will it in. And that charm may make people feel a certain way that you necessarily don't feel. And you have to be clear with that. I have to explain that to him. I have to like go. So with that, we have to make decisions <laughs> that that's gonna help and that's why these things happen. That's why these things happen. This is the clearly why these things happen is because we have to go through these lessons so that way we can teach these lessons back. That's why I'm going through. Nearly to say that, the only other reason why it's liberating is because I wanted to lose my shit. I wanted to lose my whole shit. I wanted to lose my shit. My people wanted to lose their shit. People close to me wanted to lose their shit. I appreciate anyone who stood by my side and wanted to do, people wanted to lose their shit. And I had to think because, again, I consider myself a leader. I consider myself the looking out of, for these people as well, too, because when they go through certain situations that they ain't seen, I know they call me and they ask me, and it's the vice versa. So if you real and got real friends and real family, you just tell them, like, listen, like, I know you guys want to do it. It's messed up, but, you know, we got to follow another because this is what we're telling each other. One minute I was telling my family, we need to do it the right way. And the other men in the trial. So it's liberating because people wanted to take a whole different route. And it will, and again, but at the end of the day, it's like, for what? Because if it, that route was taken, I would have been the one on the video screen <laughs> looking sad and distraught. And it's sad because this person had no family there to support them. But it also was an aha moment because my thing is like, well, maybe, maybe she does do this all the time. Like maybe just maybe it's your time. Maybe when you do something, maybe when you, you know, you do something, it's time for you to sit down. The universe sits you down. And, and that's how I also look at this. Universe set me down. I, I was moving too fast. I, I was going through a lot, I was moving too fast. I was I had to sit me down, had to sit me down with the work, the back and forth.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Situations with women and stuff. Like I, I probably just had to, I had to sit down. I literally had to sit down. This was the situation. that had to sit me down. And we all come across those situations. Sometimes you got to sit down. But also too, if you are like me and believe in complete, utterly, and just abundance in your life. That you always are just manifesting blessings like it prepares me for something new to come in. I'm going to gain more than what I lost. And you only gain more than you lost because you're telling the universe like, hey, I understand the lesson. I understand this is what I'm doing and I'm going to do better. If you have that genuine intent, then whatever the blessing is coming in, because you can't just bless you without all the way understanding that re- we have to be grateful. We got to have gratitude. The universe wants us to have gratitude. We gotta be grateful. And sometimes we get in our head and we're not really grateful. It's just, we have this ego. It happens, It shit happens. I said it on the last thing, because people love me. It's an egotistical thing to say. I mean, it's true, but you know, it's wild shit to say. Wild shit to say. So it's sad because this person didn't, it just seemed like this person didn't have support. And I could have been like, ha that's what you get. But it, it was sad because it was a Saturday morning. Whatever. I don't know if they, she made her bail or whatever it is like that. Like, it's just it's what it is. Congratulations if you did. I'm sorry if you didn't. Maybe they just couldn't show up. Maybe I just don't. Maybe they didn't show up. I don't know. But I know, like, people would have been there. Right? And that's the thing. Regardless if I make the mistake or not, like if if it was really, truly my fault or some bullshit, like my family would have been there. I, I would have been there with my son. I would have been like, hey, you know, check this out. Or my daughter, like, check this out. Yeah, you messed up. This was a mistake. But I I got your back at the end of the day. And it's just more sad because I should have seen the red flags because she apparently, she apparently doesn't have that. She apparently doesn't have that. She doesn't have that. And that's a whole other topic that I probably could get in and babble about because of the in, but she doesn't have that fellas we need to be careful who we are so you know fellas women will drain the shit out of you it just would drain you it would just it would just drain you there are the the, the psychology of women has changed a lot it has changed a lot it has changed a lot um and they have this way of draining energy from you. It's it's something like we're drained. We're we're drained. We're drained. Because they don't wanna get drained. And it's the ones that's been drained. It it's it's the women that's been emotionally drained by other people. Now they have this this way of knowing how to emotionally drain men, like they just do, and they drain it. And it'd be little shit. It don't have to be always straight. It's just be little shit, you know, just little tiny shit. So you gotta watch out for that man. That's a whole nother topic that we can go down the rabbit hole, but it's just it's tiny shit. It's, but they, they do that. They do that. They completely do that. They can do that. So be careful. Be careful. My thing when I have my son is just be careful. Be careful. Make things, make things completely clear. Be careful. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just don't. <laughs> just don't. There's things. Because there's things that I'm learning. And there's things that I'm ready to, based on the situation, based on other things and conversations and things that I'm ready to change. We all need to change and we need to change it. Because whatever you are asking for requires a new you. Whatever you manifest for, whatever you want in life, it requires a new you. So whatever this is that is coming for me, I have time, I have to hurry up and change. I have to be a different person. I have to be a new me. And that's just what all commotion is sometimes. And it does make you into a whole different person. But you can't, continue to do the same things and have the same habits and expecting new results. You know, that's the definition of insanity, sanity, basically. So I have to change. There's things that I've realized that I literally have to do. Maybe I can't be the undisputed heavyweight champion of BBWs anymore. Maybe it's just my time not to be a part of that anymore. Maybe it's my time to sit down and coach or something. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I just opened up a whole new shit. Watch, <laughs> opened up some whole new shit. Um, but yeah. So, not only am I ready for this year to end, but I'm I'm really weird. I, I, I'm, it's weird for next year too because it's two to twenty three. I think it's a leap year. You know, it's just a lot more things. But it's it just it just seems like it's going to be awkward but you got to be ready. You got to be ready. You can't sit around and just wait. And You got to be ready. You got to be ready. got to be ready. Sometimes it's going to make you want to shut down, but you got to be ready. You got to be focused. You got to be ready. Because um, better things is coming. Completely better things is coming. But I'm completely ready to get out of this whole complete year and move into the new year. Um, I'm glad that justice is kind of being served, you know, kind of be served. I'm still in the hole. Like, it's the, that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I give the mofo the props, they did a number. I gotta get my shit together. I'm I'm a little down like that. I'm not gonna be down forever, but I'm down. And that's why I just hope, you know what I'm saying, that whatever the judge decide, whatever the judge decide based on the evidence that's there. Yeah, because this this whole motherfucker go plead not guilty, like, oh no, you're guilty. You're completely guilty. And I don't know what complete weird lifetime story she about to make up, but that that's why I'm ready for this interview, because I'm ready for certain things to end. Like this is just end this. Like you take your L, I took my L, let's go different ways. You know what I'm saying? We just we don't need this other shit to get done and be worried about. There's there's money to be made and things to get back right. There's stuff to be focused, like. Uh the kids I promised them a sleepover soon. Like I gotta get that together, you know what I'm saying? Cause I got some cool stuff that I want them to do. And then the homie Blippy coming into town in March too. My daughter loves Blippy. Loves Blippy. And who's gonna take her to Blippy? I am going to take Buddy to Blippi. So we need to not not worry about that. We need to clear that other shit out. We need to clear that shit out. Because I got to take Buddy to Blippi. I got to take it to Blippi. I got to take it to Blippi. This is what it is. This is what it is. Buddha's hand. It's a hybrid, sativa dominant. Um, I enjoy it. super focused. I like it. I'm a, you know, I know I don't go over like strands that are kind of like, ah, I'm gonna find some, but it's just, I don't know. I just got that gene to find some dope, dope strings. Dope strings. Always, too, if you guys come across strings that you want to see be featured on the show, or if you want to come on the show and share with them, only if you got some weird interesting shit to say, like, don't be boring, but hit me up, at DJ Far Out on TikTok is at a Far Out world, a Far Out world is on TikTok, I don't use TikTok often. I want to get back into it, or I want to get into it more. But follow me on all the social medias.
1: And let me know.
0: You guys can comment on stuff. Just say, hey, I heard the show it was dope. Um, Have you ever tried so-and-so? Let me know what your favorite strain is. I want to know that. I want to know what your favorite strain What do people really smoke on? What do they smoke on in the regions? I need to know which I smoke on the East Coast. Uh, let me know what y'all smoke in the states. You know what I'm saying? I heard what like, cherry pie is hot in Florida. Like, is that true? Is it not true? Let me know. I'm more than welcome to ride around and find out what state is smoking what. And again, at this Far out on all the social medias, I'm just laughing. It's crazy because this both old player, no like, it's just no guilty. Like I'm confused. I'm confused. You were th- you were there. You did it. You did it. It's not no guilty. She should have did like no contest or something like that. Whatever. Whatever. I'm ready for new beginnings. Let's get ready for new beginnings. Again, this is DJ Far Out. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Far Out Straight of the Hour. Like we always say, so many strands and so little times. So little time. So many strands. So many strands. So little time. Smoke as much as we can. Have a good one.